This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Da, 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 da. Yay. Yay. I wanted to start this week's episode off with some more thank yous. Well, that was a premature yay. I know. Yay. (laughs) I want to thank one person who purchased merch. That is Aaron C. from Virginia. Yay. And our next two thank yous are Katie Isaac and Mandy Stingus. They were from our past two episodes of the podcast, and they did great interviews, and we can't wait to do more. Probably with them and others. If you have anybody who you think would be great to be on the podcast, shoot us an email, unholyunioncast at gmail.com, and we'll try to book them. But try to tell them first so that they, you know, they know. We're, they know. <laughs> no surprises. <laughs> yeah, no surprises, and I don't want to get blown off. Yeah, no, we like interviewing people who have a good story, and it doesn't have to be anyone famous like to us as people who just do the damn thing every single day yeah it doesn't have to be a business owner it could be someone like mandy who has a powerful 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 story about overcoming depression ptsd and uh suicide attempts so just send us anybody seriously Mm -hmm. i mean we'd like to interview and get these stories out there for people that may or may not need help in those types of situations yep anything uplifting and encouraging y'all need it these days yes well this week continues shit though why our interviews were great but yeah 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 (laughs) that's why we need to fill in all the gaps with interviews (laughs) right so we don't have to talk about the shit anymore (laughs) yes (laughs) so sag went on strike with the writers guild what is sag um, SAG is the Actors Guild. Oh, okay. So the writers and the actors are now on strike together? Yes. Okay. Writers went first. Actors started second, which has a lot of consequences. First one being the Deadpool next movie has stopped filming. The Deadpool next movie. Okay. The I guess next Deadpool movie. Did you just Shush. go full on dyslexia on me? I have it. <laughs> Don't judge me. I have it. <laughs> yeah. So... Deadpool is, I'm a big fan of the Deadpool movies. Second one was meh, but that is kind of sad. Did you see Hugh Jackman's in that and everything? Exactly. As reprising his role as Wolverine. He is a SAG actor as well. So Ryan Reynolds is too? Yep. I mean, they both are. Aren't they all? I think a good amount of them, but I don't know if all, because they actually have to be given SAG cards. So, okay. What are they protesting? So wages, essentially, for writers. <laughs> wages? I mean, for writers, okay. Yes. Maybe I can understand that. So the actors are protesting for the writers, or they're yes. protesting for their wages, too? No. Actors okay. <laughs> are protesting with the writers okay, I, in that, solidarity. That makes some sense, because if they were protesting their paychecks, I, uh, I will be happy to take one of their paychecks for <laughs> a 60-day shoot. I just find it interesting. The reason why I'm bringing this up all to begin with is that Barbie and Oppenheimer, it's like anything anybody can talk about right now is that, and a couple other topics we'll get to for this week, but Barbie and Oppenheimer came out 
this past weekend or weekend before one of the two right very recent that they came out and i think it's odd if the writers and actors are on strike but then these movies come out that are supposed to be these huge blockbuster hits i guess the point is that they've already been written and they've already been filmed yeah how long does it take i think the shoot and the the writing and stuff that's a very short amount of time maybe not not the writing but the shoot the actors and the writers all that process was complete before the strike i would assume i think so too but i just found it kind of odd that you have these actors who are part of sag who i don't like that huge blockbuster movies coming out while everyone else is on strike you know what i mean it feels weird well it sounds weird they have to recover their funds that they spent on the movie true time effort yeah time effort they paid the actors they already paid the writers i would assume and and the barbie and up Oppen- oppenheimer i think that's how you say it i think that's how you say it <laughs> <laughs> we're probably pronouncing it wrong no i think that's right we haven't seen these two movies either by the way no and i do not plan on seeing barbie to be quite honest with you the reviews that i keep seeing it doesn't sound like it's barbie at, at all. all yeah see i don't want to see that shit either no but I am excited about Oppenheimer. I am too. I am a big Christopher Nolan fan. Anyway, mm-hmm. he makes, I don't think he's made a bad movie. I wasn't much of a fan of the war movie. What was it? With Tom Hardy, he was the pilot and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a very quiet movie, right? Yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. And then what was that one? Ten- Tenet? Tenet? Yeah. T E N E T. Tenet. The the Denzel Washington's son was in it or whatever. Isn't that his son? Michael B. Jordan? No, I don't think that's his son. That's not who was in it. Oh. Michael B. Jordan is the Creed guy. Yes. But no, that's not the guy that was in it. Oh. It was, um, I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure. It was the dude that was in Ballers with The Rock. The, oh. The main football player guy oh. that he was essentially signed yeah, I don't. I still don't know if that's Denzel's son, but I know who you're talking about. I now. think it is Denzel Washington's son. Okay, and he was in Tenet. You remember that movie? It was all about going forward and backward in time and all that shit. No, but continue. <laughs> well, that was one of his movies too, and it was fucking confusing. Oh uh, well, you and time travel just aren't friends, anyways. But to your point, and Inception that was probably that's a top ten movie for me. Mm-hmm. Inception was nuts, and the Oppenheimer guy played in Inception. The cast is huge. Yes. So Cillian Murphy is main character. He, I believe, is Oppenheimer. Yes. Matt Damon is in this. Matt Damon. Thank you. <laughs> and so is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and so is Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. There was other people that I saw in there, too, that were br- really big names. and. I mean, it's a yeah. huge cast. And we like to study World War II. It is fascinating, yes. the different theaters and how... War literally changed because of World War II. The way we did war. I don't know. This movie shines the light on it, right? But all that to say, it sounds like a great movie. Seems like it has great cast in it. During the premiere of Oppenheimer, the cast actually walked out as protest solidarity with SAG and the writers. Right. Barbie cast didn't walk out of theirs. But now they're talking about how they're trying to support the strike. So it was an afterthought for the Barbie people. I don't know. That sounds, again, kind of weird. I don't get it. I kind of understand what you're saying. 
how are you protesting when you release these blockbusters, but at the same time, you can't stop everything? Yeah, I know. Like, this was already in motion before all that happened, for sure. But it's just, it feels weird. Well, and there's probably a lot of contracts in place with the movie theater companies that run these movies, like AMC and things like that. There's got to be contracts in place. We booked you for this date that you said you were going to release Oppenheimer. Right. We were banking on you releasing this huge movie so we could make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a lot of people. Like, that that would affect a ton of people. How many people work at theater chains, too? Right. Now, it's a huge in- industry, for sure. And according to... This website killed me. But according to Vulture.com, <laughs> <laughs> seeing these movies isn't against the strike. That was another thing for me, is watching these movies, paying for these blockbusters... And contributing to their success, is that against the strike? And everybody's saying online, no. But again, it feels weird, right? I feel like you should go, if you want to see these movies, you should go because you should keep AMC and Regal and things like that in business because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of the little guy that works there. Right. You've got the person running the projectors and the popcorn server person. What do you think that title would be? <laughs> Popcorner. The Colonel Colonel. Ooh, Colonel of Colonel. <laughs> I like it. But, you know, I, I feel like you have to go see them because of that. You have to go sp- see Colonel of Colonel? You have to go see the movies in the theater to, to keep these people employed. I don't want to see Colonel Colonel getting fired because there's Oppenheimer decided not to open up. Right. Or whatever. And it, it this might be a snowball effect if they're not doing any writing and acting right now. It will be. There's going to be a huge gap. Yeah. When is that gap going to hit? And is it going to make AMC and stuff tank? Well, even television, Netflix. I mean, anything that has content, right? There's going to be a huge gap because the writers are out right now. I don't. I, okay. I, I just don't understand. So the entire, all the writers are like not writing, there has to be people still doing their job. Well, anyone who's in the Writers Guild. Now, what percentage of writers in Hollywood are in the Writers Guild? I don't know. But Well, maybe this will be a blessing for indie films and stuff. Could be. Alternative media like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Maybe they join podcasts and do their own like true crime story type podcast gig. Yeah, Daniel Fischel, Daniel Fischel, Daniel Fischel <laughs> from the Podmeets World cast, she actually said that she asked SAG and the Writers Guild if it was against the strike to do podcasting, and they said no. Yeah. That, so I, it sounds like, to your point, alternative media may find a strong foothold. Maybe it's if you are writing for a show and you're not the one like gaining monetary value directly for it. Mm. Like it's going into a big ass production. Maybe that's where the line's drawn. So like us, we're doing a podcast. We're alternative media. (laughs) And any income that we make from the show comes directly to us. It doesn't go to Warner Brothers or I don't know, Lionsgate, things like that. It's all coming to us, which it's zero. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we like doing it. Yeah, we do. It's fun. And I figured I'd also give an update on the UPS strike. I I think I saw a little bit about this. Well, so UPS has been for 
gosh, months now, threatening strike because, again, wages. They want their employees who are unionized to have higher wages. It has been pushed back continuously, their deadline for when they were going to begin striking, because it sounds like they keep both coming to the table, right? They keep trying to negotiate. They don't want the strike to happen. Right. I've read one article where it said it would be the biggest strike in 60 years and could trigger a recession. (laughs) So (laughs) if we aren't already in one. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we're already going that direction anyway. Right. But it sounds like they keep coming back to the table and now it's an August 1st deadline. But just this week, I would say in the past couple of days, they may have reached a settlement. Nothing's signed yet, but it sounds like they may have come to a head in the negotiation process. But did you know? The Muffin Man? (laughs) The Muffin Man? (laughs) The Muffin Man! Okay. Uh, That there are companies that can't use other distributors like FedEx because FedEx isn't a union. Yeah, I think it's a lot of government contractors Mm -hmm. that are involved in that. They require a percentage of union work. Yep. Things of that nature. And that's messed up. That it's required or... Well, what if something like this happens? Exactly. What are they going to do? If UPS goes and says, all right, all our drivers, all of our employees, we're done working until you... Yep, they do the walkout. Yeah, so what what the hell? Yep. So all these government contractors can't work? Well, they can't ship. That's what I mean. <laughs> so if you're not shipping product, you're not working. Mm-hmm. The alternative would be USPS, but can they handle what UPS does? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember when we tried Amazon Fresh? Yeah. <laughs> and it, they were using USPS to deliver it. Those and, poor people. Oh my God, it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It would be our groceries, which. We order for a week. Yeah, we order for a week, and it's obviously perishable stuff like milk and things like that. It would be in somebody else's driveway <laughs> if it even showed up at all. Mm-hmm. And there, it would be like, what, eight to ten bags of these, what do they call them? The those, those big insulated. Squ- yeah, big square bags. So it's taking up the whole male driver's truck anyway. Exactly. And then... What really bothered me was they would stack the bags up in front of our storm door. (laughs) And I had to go through the fucking back door to go to the front of the house so I could get the groceries inside. So all that to say, if UPS did go on strike, I do believe it would trigger a mess. Let's just say. I wonder if Amazon, because, you know, they're using a lot of their own shipping stuff. I wonder if they could capitalize on that. Talk to Bezos. I, well, I don't think he's the CEO anymore. He gave it up. He's obviously, I guarantee, he's still on a board. I think he is. But anyway, what <laughs> if? why wouldn't they capitalize? They're doing great, in my opinion. They've Shipping? got their own network. Yeah, they're doing awesome, too. Their people, when they deliver, they actually give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although UPS has been pretty good, too. But I've seen some horror stories about FedEx. We have our own horror story about USPS. Oh, yeah, the fishing poles. Uh-huh. I bought two fishing poles that are in this, I'm not even joking, it's the highest strength cardboard tube you could ever buy. I bet you Oppenheimer couldn't even nuke that motherfucker (laughs) and it would break. But I got, I bought two fishing poles. It was buy one, get one free. I got four fishing poles delivered. 
because it was broken in half and they still thought it was okay to deliver it. Someone tried to tape it even. Yeah, it said damage when received. And I'm like, I'm 99% sure that's a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't think the website that I bought these fishing poles from would send it to you that way because they know damn sure a customer is not going to accept it. <laughs> and the only reason I accepted this was because I wasn't able to answer the door. Right. And I don't think, I'm actually 99% sure that this post office person didn't ring the doorbell, and I'm pretty sure I know why. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think they wanted to uh, deal with it, because they knew. It went through the whole system. I think the company is in Missouri or Montana or something like that, mm-hmm. that I bought the fishing poles from. So it went from there all the way to Florida. Yeah. And shattered in half Mm -hmm. and nobody decided like huh i wonder if if we should probably call the company that i bought my fishing poles from and see what's in here let's just keep putting out the good vibes that ups (laughs) does not go on strike yeah i hope they don't if they got to do what they got to do i mean everybody's suffering from inflation and things so uh I, it's hard for me to blame anybody for asking for more money. <laughs> Seriously. In this economy? Yeah. That's what I mean. What There was a company. I can't remember. Oh, I think it's Menards. So that is Excuse a... Excuse you. Yeah. I speak in German. That is a company in like the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And it's like their version of Home Depot or Lowe's. Okay. So the CEO of that company, now don't quote me on all this. This was secondhand knowledge because one of my buddies used to work there. He said that the CEO, if a store was organizing for union, Mm -hmm. he would shut the whole store down and close it. Wow. He would say, all right, well, everybody at that store now no longer has a job and that store no longer exists. He would shut the whole store down. I was like, well, damn, that's one way to stop unionization. I guess so. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, holy crap. I, like I said, I don't know if that's 100% true. I think it is because this guy was pretty, he was pretty company man with mm. that with that place for a while. And uh, he, he just, he, that dude would not tolerate unions. Weird. I mean, that that's a rabbit hole that we won't go down today. No, that's a but... very political rabbit hole. And I don't know. They've been very politicized. We're going to do it. Here we go. So to me, unions have a place and purpose. Yes. And there are reasons for unions, right? To me, a longstanding union, to me, doesn't make sense. A union, to me, should be something that is almost like a charter. You seek to accomplish something. Right. And once it's done, you dissolve. Yeah, until something else happens. Exactly. And you come on back. Longstanding unions, all it does is create a sense of strife between the company and employees. And there's, it's weird because they, I think a lot of them charge dues, like union dues. Mm-hmm. And I was part of one for a hot minute. Yeah, but some it was like twenty five cents. I don't think some of them you have a choice. I didn't. I didn't sign up for it. That's what I mean, and that's not right. Yep, it that's, was the company I was with because it fell into a certain category, or because the rest of the company was already unionized. I fell in, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. How does that make sense? Why should I? I mean, if I don't believe what you're doing, which I'm not saying that I don't, but if I don't believe, because unions are very political. 
Mm-hmm. They have gotten very politicized. And if I don't support the politics of a union and I still have to pay for it, that to me, that brings bad blood too. Right. Like, Again, I, the idea of having a charter of, right. a, of a mission, of a problem to solve, and then dissolve thereafter. And I'm not saying, I think an argument could be made that they want to accumulate funds, right? And to dissolve means the funds go away. But if there is a, what do I want to say, like a trust or some way to keep that money intact, but keep it in the background, but you dissolve after a problem happens, I mean, I don't know. There's got to be a way to do it so that there's not a long-standing union. But if you were just doing these missions, I guess you could say, like UPS, we want higher wages, economies in the shit. You do that, and you shouldn't need a bank account. It should be funded. Typically, those conversations are happening between lawyers, though. Okay, I know, I know. So and how do you pay a lawyer? You raise the money. Right, but to do that quickly and have a leg to stand on, like we can go on strike if you don't agree. Well, you, I mean, you only go on strike when you're ready. You have to say, hey, everybody, we think that we're not getting paid enough. I want you, if you believe this, please send a donation. And then guess what? I guarantee you're going to get donations. To an extent, maybe not as fast as you would if you had that bank account sitting there and had people well, and what, and what else choice? is in and what else is in it for the lawyer too? Do they get paid after a, a settlement? Oh, I don't know. I just feel like they're gonna be. I don't know. They could be. I, I feel like they're probably gonna get paid to, not just from the donations, or they're probably gonna get paid after settlement. Yeah, whatever. Cut. I would guess. Yeah, yeah, it's probably in the settlement. But you want to hear something funny? Yeah. Oh. we did a couple of heavy things we'll get back into more heavy stuff in a second but these two items well one of them at least is funny did you hear about the bunny invasion the in florida right yeah 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 the the suburban neighborhood in fort lauderdale where there's a bunch of bunnies procreating yeah and they're domesticated too i think somebody let them out Mm -hmm. they're just having babies everywhere and it is a bunny explosion and that's crazy to me because florida is a very diverse ecosystem Uh uh-huh there's lots of predators. Yeah, these things are at the very bottom of the food chain. That's what I, I mean. They're, I'm, our neighborhood is full of hawks, mm-hmm. birds of prey, osprey, hawks, bald eagles. Yep. They're they're everywhere down here. We, Not to mention the things that slither on the ground and crawl. Slither, swim. Uh-huh. Gators can walk, too. Yep, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So I, I just feel like I don't think that's going to last very long. I don't know. The way bunnies procreate, rabbits, we'll bunnies, see. whatever these are. We'll see. The way they procreate, though, is very fast. I think it's, what, like every 45 days or something like that? Getting smashed. Right. So <laughs> they are just popping out babies in this poor neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would enjoy it, though. I don't know. You probably wouldn't. Imagine driving through the neighborhood and you squish a bunch of them oh, on accident. Exactly. No. That would not make me happy. No, it wouldn't. But when they explode like that, where do they go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't think, truthfully, I don't think that would happen here in our neighborhood. Maybe. There's a lot of birds. I walked out the other day to uh, go fishing. 
and there's a hawk sitting in a tree looking at me. I'm like, <laughs> don't look at me, dude. I will break your neck. Something else to steal your fish. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, fucking gator. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was fishing a couple days ago, and I caught a bass, and I was reeling it in, and a gator was underneath the dock I was standing on. Mm-hmm. He and, typically stays there. He never really messes with anything. No, no. He, But I guess he was super hungry <laughs> because I started reeling it in. The fish starts jumping out of the water, making a commotion. And this thing sprung into action. Mm-hmm. Swam as fuck. I couldn't believe how fast it swam. And I'm trying to reel this fish in before he gets it. He gets it. And I'm yanking on my fishing pole to get it out of his mouth. And he's not having that. <laughs> and I eventually he... Takes the whole fish and he swallows it whole, fish hook and all. Mm-hmm. I had to cut my line. I looked it up. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to cut it off as soon as they bite your fish. And that's what I did. But it was nuts how fast them things are. And I was pissed. I was hoping <laughs> I could reel it in and then show a shredded bass. But uh-huh. it, instead, you took a video and now it's on our TikTok and Instagram and everywhere else. Go check it out. It's actually, it's quite, quite crazy. <laughs> it pissed me off too, though, because it was a decent sized bass. So one more item for you here before we get back to the heavy. There's a Carnival cruise ship, the Pride ship. It's floating right now, just as a floating hotel in the middle of the ocean because it broke down. So I'm confused. Imagine being on a cruise ship that breaks down in the middle of the ocean. Are they anchored? No. They probably can't because it's too deep. So they're just floating? They were. Yeah, this was a couple days ago. They might have fixed it by now. But to what I read in the article, they were trying to get the thing fixed, essentially. Get boats out there, get technicians, get engineers, whatever, to fix the darn thing. But yeah, they were floating. Like, that that sounds eerie. I wouldn't mind it. Oh, no? No. Okay, okay, Mr. Coast Guard. You told me all about these waves, right, that would come and jostle your boat. Yes. You're in a dead boat. Yeah, I know, but that was an 87-foot patrol boat that's not bigger than your big toenail. <laughs> 87 foot sounds bigger than my it's, toenail. It's not big. I mean, you think What are you trying to say about my toenails? You got large Dorito-shaped toenails. <laughs> <laughs> I get pedicures, thank you. <laughs> I don't, because every time I do, my toes get infected. I don't understand. You have the most <laughs> sensitive feet in the world. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 87-foot patrol boat, I can't remember. I think we were rated for like four or five foot swells. We were in bigger than that, though, and it was not fun. I can't imagine being in a dead boat, literally a ship. I mean, you you will feel a storm in that, but you're not going to feel most of the stuff that those boats are freaking huge. I know, but it's just eerie. It would be very eerie. I think I would have a panic attack. I'm not kidding. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool, though, because they'd have to provide you with all kinds of stuff. I guess. They, those people probably got a free cruise. But at the same time, what was broken? I don't know, but it was a ship floating in the ocean. Now, it would suck if it was broken and, like, the whole power system was shut down. No, I think they were okay in that aspect. So they had AC and, and all right. that. Yeah, yeah. See, that would be kind of, that'd be okay. It's just another day at sea. Yeah, but you're not moving. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't know, you wouldn't even know you were moving. Deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. <laughs> don't Deep fall in. <laughs> Keep reading stories about that crap. People jumping off of cruise ships. I'm like Why? That I don't know. It sounds a little bit like suicide. Mm-hmm. But 
I couldn't. Uh-uh. Because what if you don't and you're just floating in, okay, this is going really dark. No, I, I agree. Like that movie, what was it? Perfect Storm with Mark Wahlberg in it a long time ago. He was a fisherman and I he, think yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The boat went down and he was just floating out in the ocean. No. It was I was like, nope, that ain't a way to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Well, we just went to the dark. <laughs> Let's go back to the heavy, shall we? Mm-hmm. Jason Aldean. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. So I've got I did a lot of research on this one because I really want to understand. I I swear I do. But all I, got, all I can come up with right now is that this is going against the woke movement. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's going against the woke movement because he's using video clips in his video from all of these riots that have happened. And I heard that he used January 6th footage in there, too. I don't know if it's true, but I don't give a shit if you're acting a fool in breaking law. Then what I don't then you should you're going to be used as an example be, be what shamed. not to do. Yeah, be shamed. Yep. If you're going to burn down a city regardless of what side you're on and you ruin people's lives by burning their businesses down or looting their businesses, I don't give a shit. Go on that video and be ashamed of yourself. Yep. So, to me, it's all about it's going against the woke movement. One of the things that they're saying is that it's inciting violence. <laughs> Because, so at first I was wondering if it was the surface level, right? The video has, his music video has all of these clips of the riots. Like, is that what they're talking about? No, no, they're they're saying that's that the the right, I guess, is, he's essentially threatening because try that here and see what happens. That's what I thought too. So first I was wondering if it was the video clips. And then I started, you you saw me, I started watching all these videos on YouTube, trying to figure out what people were saying about this. And then I thought it was the lyrics. And it actually happens to be neither of those. I heard nothing in that video. And I I will be clear here. You heard nothing in the video? Yeah, I heard nothing. Nothing bad. Okay. I And to be clear here. And you saw nothing bad too? No, I saw a, a video with footage from the news in it. Right. But I'm, I'll be clear here. I am not a Jason Aldean fan, period. No, me either. I know all of his songs. Yeah, well, that's because it's, they're popular. He's popular, right. right. But he is not my cup of tea. No, I'm not a fan of him. But do I think he should be essentially canceled over this? Well, hold on. <laughs> so it's not the video. It's not the lyrics. It's because of where he recorded this video. Where did he record it? So where he recorded it was a location where lynchings happened. How did you find this out? Because you dug, 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 dug deep? No, because a bunch of people on TikTok on the left side, the woke side, are putting this information out there, (laughs) saying that... It's not the video, it's not the lyrics, it's now the location of where he recorded because that location happens to be in Tennessee and it is in front of the town hall or the city hall uh, building and it's a location where many lynchings happened. Now, when you research what lynching is and it is a dark piece of history it's that- not good. It's a dark piece of history that nobody wants to research, to be honest with you. It's 
it's sad and scary, but we all need to know about it, right? Yeah, 100%. So lynching was actually concentrated, not meaning that it only happened in, but it was heavily concentrated in what they considered the cotton belt in Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and Louisiana. So Tennessee's not on that list, right? Mm -hmm. And even the lynch law, which allowed people to do this disgusting act, was credited to people in Virginia. Again, not in that list of where it was concentrated, right? My point is, this country as a whole has a sad and disgusting history regarding race and lynching. But we have come so far, and people are always going to find something wrong with things they don't agree with. Yeah. Now, there's one other thing that some people are harping on. But again, they keep saying it's not the lyrics, it's not the video, it's the location. But one of the phrases was good old boys. Now, <laughs> if, what? You, if you look at the dictionary.com, what is the term good old boys? It's a man considered as being trustworthy and dependable because of his ordinary and down-to-earth background and upbringing. But if you go to vocabulary.com and type in the same thing, it is a white male Southerner with an unpretentious, connivial <laughs> manner and conservative or intolerant attitudes and a strong sense of fellowship with and loyalty to other members of his peer group. This is divisive, right? Dictionary.com says one thing. Vocabulary.com says another thing. Yeah, I know. I can understand where people would be concerned with a phrase like that. But again, it's find your truth. I've heard good old boys used at work. You're part of the good old boy network. You know, you're a fast track into do big things because you're part of the good old boy network. And it had nothing to do with being a white dude. Well, it had everything to do with you new people. And it didn't matter what color you were, what gender you were. A good old boy could be a woman. I agree. But to the point of being able to research what that phrase means, you're getting conflicting information. I know. But you, people are also putting a spin on a saying that I never knew it was embedded or somebody thought it was racist. Mm-hmm. I never, I seriously, until you said that just now, I had no idea. I thought good old boy, we always called it the good old boy network. Mm -hmm. That's what we called it. And that was because this guy knows this guy from nepotism. Tw or yeah, some 20 sort years of ago. That's his brother. Mm -hmm. Or that's his uncle's kid or something, something crazy. Yep, God that's, kid. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Or he's been family friends with them forever. Right. And it was never a racist thing or a racial thing. It was always, this dude's getting fast-tracked, this woman's getting fast-tracked because they know somebody. My point in all of that, though, is people are going to find the bad in anything. A hundred percent. Especially if they don't agree with you. So what is happening right now to Jason Aldean is the people that don't agree with him are trying to break it down into ways that people on the woke side are going to say, I agree with. A hundred percent. Like, I get why everybody's upset because Blit or because Jason Aldean did this. But you're putting everything out of context. Like, he's talking about these riots that are happening. And if you tried it in a small town. Who knows what will happen to exactly, you? Exactly. Because small towns are a community, regardless yeah. of who lives in it. If it's man, woman, black, white, purple, yellow, green. They're going to take care of each yes, other. Yes, everybody takes care of each other, and usually small towns like that have a lot of guns. That's right. that's the point. 
Seriously, no. Well, I, mean, I don't even think it's just guns, no. to be honest with you. I think they will kick your ass. Yeah, 100%. And you come into their store and try and do something, they're going to kick your ass. What was it? The LA riots. Remember the group of Koreans that were on the top of their grocery store? It trying was, to protect it. And they did. Yep. They had AKs and all that stuff on top of a grocery store. <laughs> I was like, damn. But guess what? That grocery store stood. Mm-hmm. That's what he's talking about. Absolutely. Their community came together and saved their business. Yep. You got to think, this is a lot of people's livelihoods. Exactly. Don't don't look at a restaurant and say, oh, that's just where I eat. Well, that's Bob and Janet's livelihood. Mm-hmm. They pay for their kids' food for, from that place. They have a house because they run that restaurant. Right. And you're going to burn it down? For For, for what? For something you don't even understand. For somebody saying, good old boy? Mm-hmm. Come the fuck on. Well, no riots have broken out just yet. No, I know, but... Over Jason Aldean. My but. point is, there's things out there you shouldn't... If you have a problem, like a lot of this stuff was George Floyd. Mm-hmm. It was. 100% a lot of these riots broke out for George Floyd. Don't take it out on your people that live there. Right. It's not their fault. It really isn't. Lawmakers, yeah, I mean, right. The people who are in charge don't burn down Bob and Janet's restaurant or loot their restaurant or their pharmacy because you're mad. It's they they're, they probably are supporting you protesting because they disagree with what happened to him too, right? But you just burn down their place of business. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. They and can't. Who does that really affect? It affects their community that exactly. that they're living in. Now right. I don't have a place to eat. Yep. Or now I don't know where to go get my pills, my my congenital congenital congenital, congenital heart failure. Is that there right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have my pills for that. So now I got to drive thirty miles outside of town to buy them. Right. And that's and it's hard for me to drive because of my condition. That it it's messed up. But you're taking it out on the wrong people. Burning down buildings isn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're hurting your own people. Yep. And I hate that. I fucking hate it. Yep. It bugs me so bad. Tell your local politicians, send in letters, vote them out. Well, and then you're burning down all these buildings, and it's like insurance has to cover it, which yep. means insurance goes up. For everyone. Yeah, for everyone. And then your tax dollars have to go fix the roads. It's like never ending. What are you doing? Yep. <laughs> you're doing nothing. All you're doing is making it worse after the aftermath. Right. Because what crews come in there to clean up? Probably local government crews, mm-hmm. which if their budget gets ex- blown up because they're having to pay overtime out the ass because they have to get the roads cleared, what are you going to do? Yeah. They're going to raise your taxes up to recover. Never-ending cycle. Oh, my God. Well, fans of Jason Aldean are backing him. Blake Shelton has pulled out of a $30 million project with CMT. Luke Bryan pulled all of his videos from CMT. He had 10 of them on CMT's. He uh, pulled them all? He pulled them all. Damn, see. And then Hank Williams Jr. has now (laughs) resigned from the CMT board of directors. We always say this. We've said this multiple times. Know your market. 
Well, A, know your market, and B, it's okay to not agree with him, his song, his yeah, music right. video, anything about it. It's okay. Right. You don't have to try and cancel him. Right, exactly. It's fine to disagree. The fact that they're saying that it's inciting violence, what about all these other genres of music that say shoot cops and wet ass pussy and things like that i'm serious mm-hmm. wet ass pussy doesn't really incite violence but <laughs> you're talking about like the right kind of violence okay sorry fuck the police and things like that it's like how does that not incite violence i don't give a shit i like that song i do too F-E-P. but but my the point i'm trying to make is it's why Why does certain rules apply to certain people, but not others? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't understand. Yep. And again, if it is not hurting anyone, if it is not, and I'm not talking about your feelings. I'm yeah, your feelings are going to get hurt no matter physically what. Physically hurting you. You're not losing a leg, and it is not somehow. He, he's not know, rallying troops to go start riots and burn down building. He's not doing that. And he's not just where he shot the video is not him somehow saying lynchings were good. I don't, who would say that? Yeah, I know. Right. And if he did say that, then yeah, then then burn his ass up. Cancel him. But if he wanted to say that, I don't think that he would do it subliminally like that. I think no. he chose that place. If you watch the video, it's a it's kind of a cool backdrop. Yeah. And it's got like it's almost like projectors on both sides of him. So it almost it I don't know, it's just symmetrical. <laughs> well, and it's Tennessee. I I believe he lives there. Okay. I mean Nashville is there. Like that's country. So music you can't hub. so from now on, all the music musicians, you cannot record in any state that had lynchings. Right. Because if you do, you're going to be said that you are racist or that you condone that. That's what they're saying, in my opinion. Yep. And again, it is a sad history. It's disgusting. But to your point, what option would be left? And no one would ever condone that. I mean, and if he did, that's when you go after him and you cancel his ass. But I didn't get that. I had no idea that that was... I know. That was part of the history. I went you know down what I mean? the rabbit hole. But at the same time, it's like everywhere in the South, not everywhere, but the South was fucked up. But it's not just the South, though. I know, I know but you know what I'm trying to say. The South was... Was predominant, for was sure. Predominant. It was slave owners. There was Jim Crow and all that crap. Yeah. And that's all terrible. But that's history, and we need to go and, and move forward. Mm-hmm. We've come and a not, long and way. Not, and not try to not try to bring it back by pointing fingers and saying he's being a pro he's being pro lynch because he recorded it in Tennessee. Then what the fuck? Yeah. I think I digress on this topic. <laughs> I'm I'm good. It just does it's crazy. Everybody can find anything wrong with anything. Well, especially if they disagree. And the whole point of this freaking podcast is for us to show that it's okay to disagree. That's part of life. And it is okay. And if somebody's being hateful and they truly think that that is okay, like pro-racism and pro-lynching, then yeah, cancel them. 
You say, look at this guy. He's a piece of crap. Yep. And then Do guess not what? hire yeah, them. Yeah, don't, don't watch his videos. Don't buy his music. He's yeah. a piece of garbage. Right. Then, yeah, that's okay. That's how you cancel people. Mm-hmm. With your wallet. Agreed. <laughs> yep. But speaking of disagreeing. Oh, God. <laughs> we have been talking about doing this for, what, a week or so now? Yes. That we in the... This wonderful household have come to crossroads. A crossroads <laughs> with technology. Uh huh. So I think we've said it before, but Russ is an ooh shiny kind of person. Not just ooh shiny. I'm I am an IT guy. You're I love a tech nerd. I love tech, and I love working with tech, working on tech, all that stuff. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it doesn't always leave us in the best of places because you like to jump around platforms nonstop. Not nonstop. Oh, nonstop. No. Nonstop. That's a disagreement, but we can't really argue that. Oh, I sure can. Okay, go ahead then. Let me hear it. It is nonstop. For as long as we have been together, we have switched devices and platforms as many times as I can count. Maybe once a year at this point. No. Yes. No. Anytime something new comes out. Anyways, the argument right now is we have been in Apple for the past, what, maybe three iterations? Three or four years, yeah. Uh, so you well, just proved my point that I don't jump around, but thank you. But Appreciate we that. had the 10s, <laughs> the 11s, the 14s. Okay, yeah, but that's a standard upgrade cycle. <laughs> But it's not. It is. It I is can't. Not. If there's a new phone out that has a boss ass camera, I'm buying that. Bitch. See, exactly. <laughs> you just made my point. Yeah, but you were. You, this argument is about iOS versus Android. This argument is about platform. Yes, but I'm setting the stage for we constantly do this flipping crap all the time. Now we have been in iOS for a little while, but we have upgraded our phones continuously. And that does nothing because Apple makes upgrading. it's still a pain in the ass. No, it isn't. But now you have decided you went rogue on me mm-hmm. a few months ago. I did. And decided to get the S23, right? Ultra. S23 Ultra. Yes. Whatever. Which is Android. Yes. It I is, was left. It, it is Samsung. It's an Android phone. I know, but it's the brand is Samsung. I understand that the brand is Samsung. What I'm saying is that you switched to Android. I did. I was still on Apple. So you broke our environment. I did. We had a family environment. I did. We had everything tied together, and you broke it. And why do you think that that's okay that Apple keeps you in that walled garden like that? Are we starting this already? That's what this argument is about, yes. Uh Okay. For me, the reasons why I finally bought into Apple, honestly, I really didn't give a shit at first for as long as I could remember. I really didn't care what platform we were on. But during this stretch where... We were three or four years into Apple iOS. It really got me thinking about why I like it and want to keep it. Apple has security, right? It will never give up users info. It won't put in backdoors for governments to spy like the EU is trying to force. It gives options for app tracking. And it has more updates than Android for security purposes. None of that's true, but okay. 
Please tell me what is not true. Updates? Yes. This phone, this S23, I think, gets five years of updates, and they put out a security patch once a month. Once a month? Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, I think I got it on Apple, maybe bi-weekly at the least. So their shit is so insecure, they have to patch it every (laughs) two weeks. That's bullshit. No, they're constantly updating, upgrading, and ensuring. Sure. There are no holes in their system. Now, I will say, though, that Apple does have security and privacy down pat. But you can get that. You can get more of that with Android if you use the right ROM. Not easily. That's not true. It's 100% true. So here we go. Ready? The Apple user experience and interface is easy. Yeah, it's fucking jitterbug-like. It's for old people. It's got little red dots on your with the fucking number on it. There's but it no work. Ri- no, it no, works it right doesn't. out of the box, and there's the, no, there is less. I will say less bloatware than Android has. Well, that your your phone doesn't have bloatware. The Pixel line of devices by Google do not have any bloatware built in. That is a carrier thing, and Google doesn't allow it, just like Apple. But Apple allows you to access whatever it is you are looking up on any device easily without additional software. What? So this whole the user... What does that even mean? I don't understand. So I can go from an iPhone to an iMac to... How many iMacs do you own? I had one. Yeah, 300 years ago. No. what's What was that called? The box? The Mac Mini? Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you hated it. I did not. You did. Don't I start. Did you hated it. Now, I will say, though, that their ecosystem with device, you know, your phone to desktop device is very seamless. And it is nice. Mm-hmm. However. I'm crushing you right now. I'm just saying. However, that comes with a lot of negatives because their garden has very high walls. You can't do shit with that phone without begging. What do you mean begging? They they don't allow you to make changes. You can't run a custom launcher. You can't change the ROM on it. Right now, I could put a ROM on there called Calyx OS. It takes five minutes. You can't even say it's hard. You plug it into your computer. You click a button, and you got Calyx. And that is high security. <laughs> it is high security. By default, I believe it containerizes Google services so they can't track you. And there's also another one called Graphene OS, which is even more secure. It's nuts. The fact that you're able to do that on a cell phone and do these custom ROMs is a huge benefit. To who? Who wants if these custom ROMs? People like, that want security. So you say you want security. Well, I can put a custom ROM on there, and that thing will be fucking way more secure than an iPhone. How would I know? Call me completely dumb. I am a dumb person in this scenario. How would I know? Don't you make a face. How would I know that there is a custom ROM out there that would benefit my security desires because for my phone? Because, because you are acting like security is this big deal. And if you truly believe that, then you would be researching what's the most secure OS. No, I would want a phone that out of the box has the security that I need, period. Okay. I don't want to have to put in a custom ROM. Why not? 
Because I want something out of the box that is standard okay, across you, the board. You can buy a Pixel with Calyx already on it. Why didn't you do that? Do you want that? <laughs> you See, you don't because you, you want convenience. Con- Absolutely. And Apple is convenient. It's not, though. <laughs> it's not. I'm saying it is. It's not because, okay, one thing. What choice do you have in device? With Apple, you have one manufacturer and essentially one design of an Apple device. Yeah, you might get a fucking screen smaller, but other than that, you are stuck. With Android, but th- why there, did- there are hundreds of different variants of a device that you can buy. Why does that matter? Because what if I want a foldable? Why would you want a foldable? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Because if I am sitting down and I want to read a book, I can unfold it and read a book like I'm like I have a tablet. Right, but you would have your iPhone, you would have a tablet, you would have a, a Mac Mini or a Mac Air. Is it Mac Air? Mac Air. Yeah, they have, oh, we have Apple one Air. of those. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Your AirPods, your it is a all-inclusive environment of everything you need. That you have to buy all from one company. That will secure your data, that makes it easy to use. (laughs) Apple ID is clutch because you lose your phone, no problem, back it up and it's running in minutes. Like You can do that with Android too. Google One does that. Not easily though. Yes, it does. You still have to download a bunch of apps. No, you don't. With Google One, you're part of the Google One family now. You get full device backup. (laughs) You get you get full device backups, not the standard, you know, you back up your contacts, your calendar, your email, da, 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 da. No. I miss Apple Family. We have that with Google. We do not. We do. Google Photos is fucking killing iCloud Photos. I will admit Google Photos is better. But goes back to security. Google is trolling is that the right word? I think that's the right word. Over your photos, every single one of them. So is iCloud. But it's captured on your phone, your device. Okay. It is not a cloud-based. It doesn't go anywhere. Okay. But how does Apple determine? So one of Apple's things that just came out was for child porn. Now, iCloud will go through photos. on. I don't know how it does it. But it finds photos. If you had backed up that mm-hmm. in your iCloud photo library, it would detect it and then essentially call the popo on your ass. Mm-hmm. How does that work? If they're not scanning things constantly. Cite your source. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got to find it again. But seriously, they're they're doing that or they they were talking about rolling it out. They that sounds like an Android thing. Nah, well, I mean... Cite your source. Oh, I'll try I mean, I, I like that idea. I do, too. catch those motherfuckers. But at the same time, it's like I said, it's hard to have your cake and eat it, too. Do you want somebody trolling through your shit, but have all your photos backed up? You never have to worry about losing them. Or do you want to want it to be a pain in the ass, and then you buy a network-attached storage device... You plug it into your house. You back up your photos within your residence. Which one do you want to do? One's a lot easier than the other. Apple's apps are better. Eh, that's, <laughs> that, that is completely user preference. No, 
I don't yes. believe that. Yes, it it's is. It's also more secure and they're less buggy. I don't, I disagree with that too. What makes you think Apple is like an Apple phone is smarter than that phone you have in your hand right now? Which is the Google Pixel 7 Pro. Yeah. What do I think Apple made smart? Uh, 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 your phone is supposed to be an extension of essentially like you use it as a reference point. Mm-hmm. Apple is shit for that. I don't believe that. Ask, I, I'm not going to say I'm in Google, but <laughs> ask Google something versus Siri. Siri is hot poop shit. Well, I don't have an Apple phone now, so I can't. Siri sucks ass. It's complete garbage. And the user experience with Pixels, specifically Pixels, are awesome. Well, Google, because... Google has things that are built in the Pixel, like call screen. If you get a call that is suspected to be spam, it will answer it for you. And then you can respond by pushing buttons and the Google Assistant, you mean? Yeah, if if a spammer calls you, if a spammer calls you on that phone, you can say send to Google Assistant or call screen, and then it will give you options. So it's like a personal assistant that's answering phones for you. There's also another thing on that phone that if you were to call Amazon, we'll just say Amazon, and there had there's a 40 minute wait, it will put you on hold for you and it will monitor the phone for you. Instead of you having to hold that thing up to your ear the whole time. I will say Apple Watch is better than anything that Android has. Although I've never had experience with the Samsung line of watches. But the Apple Watch Ultra is pretty mint. My last two points about Apple. They have more accessories. I disagree with that. I do not. You go up and down the aisle of Best Buy and you will have a million more accessories that's for because, Apple. That's because a lot of people like, like jitterbugs and simplicity. <laughs> They can't they can't handle the customization of an Android phone. And lastly, Apple has better customer support. They do have great customer support. I agree 100% with that. So, but all of that to say, I can charge my phone with a laptop charger. You can't charge your fucking iPhone. Yeah, and you'll get thermal runaway. This sucker gets so freaking hot. No, it's ridiculous. This one does, and I don't know why that one does. <laughs> But I can I can charge it with any USB C cable. You got to go find your proprietary Apple garbage, which they are announcing a change to come September. And you know why they're doing that? Oh, why? Because the EU told them if they don't do that, they can't sell phones there. Because they are, uh, and uh, you know, the EU is really pushing buttons. Yeah, but I am anti-government getting involved in business. But why? Does one phone manufacturer have a different standard than the rest of the fucking world? Money. I know, but all that does is cause major e-waste. Because if every phone used USB-C, keep your chargers. Money. It's, that's crap. That's a shitty excuse. Because Apple always champions, we are doing things that are good for the environment. You're doing a lot of voices. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, we're they gonna say, call Will Friedell and he's gonna hook you up with like a voice thing. Well, let's do it. But they they say that, but then they ship lightning cables. It's like your that phone is the only thing that uses a lightning cable in the world is an iPhone. That's shit. Why not switch to the standard, which is USB C? But as a company, and you make a business decision that a that a government is forcing you into, that's bullshit. I agree. But you hate plastic waste, and I do too. Yeah. So when you, you're the only manufacturer 
of a phone that is sold right now. I'm not, I guess that's probably not true that it's the only one, but they have their own proprietary cable. That's BS. And you know it. As a consumer, you put your money where your mouth is and decide not to buy an iPhone and you put me through hell by getting an Android. But you like it. I do not. You do. That camera I on there is a thousand times better than the fucking iPhone. Too. Like it. That that camera is way better too. I don't like it at all. It is completely outside of a controlled environment. That's the beauty of it. No, that's the horribleness of it because the idea that us and our daughter aren't all in one environment. We will be. Oh, good Lord, help me, please. Another thing is if you are invested in the Windows ecosystem, which we are. I would have had a Windows phone to this day. I would, too. If it would have been anywhere near a Google or an Apple phone. I agree. I, I wish they would have stuck have with it. Jumped on that bandwagon, stayed there, been their biggest fan. Because for me, Windows... I'm sorry, but it's our everyday lives because yeah. that's what business thrives off of. So if you have a job, you're in Windows, and to have a Windows phone just incorporates the whole ecosystem, right? Your whole life, start to finish. So, yeah. oh, I wish they had a better phone. Okay, but that phone that you have right there, you can download Windows Link, that the, and it will allow you to... Do essentially everything that your iPhone did on the Mac. Russ. What? <laughs> Consider me a stupid person who doesn't know anything about downloading and uploading onto your phone. All those fancy schmancy things. Give me something that out of the box works. I don't want to fuck around with it. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, not a tinker. Yeah, but you don't. You're not invested. In, the only thing that you're invested in with Apple is the phone. So you're acting like the... the there's... No, honey. Yes. We had the Apple t- AirTag things. Yeah, those are dog, nice. Yeah. On my keys. We had the Apple Mac thingy on... That you didn't like. You say that. It's because it wasn't incorporating with Windows the way that I wanted it to. So you can't... Like I just... Like I said earlier. Right. You... That is a negative for sure. And I I am balls to the wall for Windows. Beca- I... Because they are very closed. They don't want Windows. I understand. But when all of my home devices are one thing and you do this whiplash movement to go to a different direction, it just... It's like severing off a limb, okay? I'm, I'm tired of a company forcing me. That is me. protecting you and your security and your data. I can protect myself. Can you? Any way that I see fit. Yes. Big and strong man. 100%. I don't need Apple telling me how to use my phone. And they do that. Like I can install unsanctioned apps on my Android phone very simply. And I love that shit. Like I've got a an app on there called New Pipe. It is a front end for YouTube, and it's an open source front end, and it allows you to watch every fucking YouTube video known to man without watching any ads. Ah. <laughs> oh, we uh, should ask our kid about ads. It is so awesome. <laughs> I love it. it she, she rages on ads. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bad. <laughs> if you want to see the Incredible Hulk in, in child form, you come over here and turn on fucking Jeopardy. 
Oh. When that first ad break comes on, oh, it's over. It's over. Uh, I think we're good for tonight. I do too. This is a long one. Solve shit. No, never do. (laughs) Everybody's going to disagree, and that's fine. Just calm the fuck down, right? And live your life. Hey, guess what? I still love you. I know. I love you, and I don't. I still don't like Jason Aldean. No, me either. And I still want my Apple phone back. Well, I don't know about that. I don't I know. Can't. I'm I, done. I might just have to trade you and you can have this one because this one is more that this one is I'm gonna trade me. Like as a person, you're gonna trade me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade you in. You're broken. You're an old model. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would love to see who could put up with your shit. I'd uh put the fucking gator that I fed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Our daughter don't even want to put up with my shit. <laughs> Uh, I think it's bedtime. I love you. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union podcast. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at unholyunionpodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next week. It's what you do with things you love.